stop we just don't know i have heard a rumor of some sun at some point perhaps in july but let's hope we get some in june please on this week's episode i have paul handley who's come to talk to me about his new his bar on um new brigade um, that he runs with his business partner dave holmes it's called grindhouse which is a genre film i've never heard of so it's great to hear him talk about that and to hear him talk about Frito Pie, which I'm definitely going to try some of. Have a listen and see what you think. On this episode, Corona Bloody Virus Extraordinary episode, I've got Paul Handley come to speak to me. Hello, Paul. How do? You all right? I'm all right, thank you. Yeah, not too bad. Um, good. Paul, you've come along to speak to me today about um, a bar that you're opening, or have opened? Yeah, we opened it on the 12th of April. So as soon as the wow. restrictions went down, we were ready to go. But we've been ready to go for about 18 months. So it I was, bet it's uh, been really frustrating. It's been frustrating, um, but it's you know, you, you've got to look on the positive side of things. It's been really good at the same time to see Leeds get back on its feet and, you know, people, one, seeing people again, you know, people were yeah. like trapped in their houses or whatnot for the best part of a year. So to see people out on the street having a good time, you know that's that's one side of it, and obviously on the business side, it's uh, it's good to start getting people through the door and money in the till. I bet, I bet, yeah. And so the the bar that you've opened is called Grind House. It's on New Brigate. Can you uh-huh. tell me a little bit about the concept behind the bar? Yeah. So when we got me and uh, my business partner Dave Holmes, we uh, came together about maybe eighteen months ago. Just a we're having a chat over some beers and, you know, we both have the same idea of opening a movie-themed bar. Now, when that got into motion, one of the hardest things that I'm sure a lot of people find when they're opening a, a bar is the name that you're going to call it because it's going to stick with you for the rest of, for the rest of you know, the, uh, <laughs> the lifespan of the bar. So we, we, we chose Grindhouse. Uh, the movie link is basically, I mean, there's a lot, a lot of... Uh, alleyways you can go off with Grindhouse. One of them is, you know, it's very lewd and explicit films from back in the day. Uh, Grindhouse theatres were also, basically, if you couldn't afford to go see the blockbusters, like in the, you know, in the 30s and the 40s or whatever, well, not so much in the 30s or 40s, I guess, because there was a war going on, but in like in the 50s and that, you'd, you, you'd go to a Grindhouse theatre because they were showing, you know, let's say the B movies, the cheaper movies that you could, could afford at the time. Um, and then also, you know, it's a the- it's a theme of film, um, which is again is a cheap budget movie, but the the entertainment values off the scale. And then we realised there was a Tarantino production a few years back now uh, where he did two films, Death Proof and uh, Planet Terror, and called it Grindhouse. And we just th- we just thought it fit the name Grindhouse Coffee because we're, we're big on the coffee as well, using North Star Coffee from Leeds. Uh, we just thought the grind house, you know, you grind your coffee beans, fit just perfectly. And so you, you so you have like movie posters and, and are you running films as well? 
So yeah, all the walls, are, we've got as many film posters as we could fit, really. I mean, we're going to add to it as we go down the line. And then we've got a big screen at the back where we're constantly showing movies, not so much with the sound, but so we'll be playing like film soundtracks through the speaker system and then the visuals of different films throughout the years on the back of the wall. Um, we will be, as soon as we get our feet on the floor and, you know, get going, we will be hosting movie nights as well. So, you know, we'll come up with a, some kind of package for food and drink and you can come in and we'll be showing some some classic film from whatever genre and hopefully do that uh, regular as we can be. And we want to get involved with the film festival and stuff like that. Um, it's just a, I mean, you probably agree, a lot of people do with, you know, conversation pieces is great with music. It works hand in hand with films as well. Yeah, of course. And has it been a lot of fun sort of gathering all of the uh, materials and finding out more about Grindhouse? It's been awesome, yeah. The research we've done, I was reading something the other day, it's called the Sleazoid Express. And uh, <laughs> it's basically a uh, history of all the Grindhouse theatres from Times Square in New York from back in the day. Um, our cocktail menu was done by uh, a good friend of mine, Lee Jones. He works for a, another Leeds-based company called Rolling Social Events. And oh, they yeah. put on, um, you know, obviously over the lockdown, they were putting on uh, Zoom uh, booze tastings, whether it be rum, gin, whiskey. Uh, Lee's just recently joined them, and uh, he was uh, kind enough to do our cocktail menu for us. And one of the cocktails is called a Sleazoid Espresso Martini, which was based <laughs> on the Sleazoid Express. So yeah, it's been it's been really fun. Fantastic. And so, you, when did you actually start the project? Did you start it before the whole Corona craziness hit? So yes, yeah, so two. Uh, the idea came about, or we went in for the property summer 2019 uh, wow. and then there was obviously a lot of legal paperwork you were waiting for and planning permission and the landlord needed to accept this and that uh, when we finally got the keys it was february valentine's day february 2020 and we thought this is great we've got like six weeks and we'll be open hopefully by may that was our plan may 2020 mm-hmm. and then obviously the world turned upside down and dreams were shattered (laughs) oh that's awful yeah and so did you i mean how how difficult was that for you did you have everything all ready to go sort of staff and everything look i mean luckily the staff side of it we uh we didn't have anyone so we didn't have to furlough anyone um there was just me and dave and unfortunately as much as the government were giving out you know what they could directors of businesses weren't really uh, giving anything for their personal pockets. No. So, yeah, it was basically a year of, yeah, it, it was good in the sense that we got time to concentrate on the build of the place and make sure everything was right. Um, you know, it's we've gutted the building back to its bare bones. I mean, if, if you ever come in or whoever comes in, you'll see, like, the tiles on the walls, we discovered that we didn't really know were there, but they're from, like, oh, the, 19, wow. they're from, like the 1930s. So we've we cleaned them up and, uh, you know, we've kept them on view cause, and kept it kind of the basis for the colour scheme as well, really. So it's it's nice to know we've got something from back in the day um, that kind of carries on, you know, the, the Grindhouse uh, interior theme, really. And yeah, what a piece of luck. It's not, sorry? What a piece of luck that you found those when you, that's your theme. Oh, it was time. great. It was, you know, it saved us a lot of... Uh, 
let's say, wallpapering or tiling ourselves because we had to do a bit of grouting and it was one of the worst things I've ever done. <laughs> I never want to do it again. So please, <laughs> let's keep this upkeep of the bar going. <laughs> <laughs> and how have things been for you since things have slowly been opening up? It's been great. Um, I mean, it's not really sunk in yet, to be to be brutally honest. Uh, since so April 12th, obviously, everyone will be allowed to you know, drink outside. So we've, we had a little bit on the street. We've got like a temporary pavement license uh, in between North Bar, Wax and Cellar. And it's been awesome. They, them guys have been great helping us out with set, like different things. The staff have been great. Um, but yeah, but as soon as we opened, I mean, you probably know, like the centre of Leeds was just manic. And it was great yeah. to see everyone out. Um, everyone, like again, you know, having a good time and seeing people again. And it was just, the first two weeks were absolutely fantastic. And then obviously for the for, for whatever reason in the last three weeks, the rain has decided not to stop. <laughs> I know. It's just the worst timing, isn't it? Just when everybody wants to be out and doing things. Yeah. But you know, you can't you can't help the weather and again you've got to keep positive and like it's not really sunk in and I'm I'm so proud of what we've done. Um I'm showing it to people like obviously when people were still outside, you can still come in and go to the toilet and people were looking around going, Oh wow, you know. Just little oh. things like that that, you know, get a tick in your box and a tick in your heart and you're like, you know, you're doing the right thing. And just great to get feedback, I imagine, when you've spent such a long time working well, on it and able to share. Whether it's someone going, cheers, mate, we'll be back, or someone, you know, literally sitting down with you and discussing, I don't know, a certain film from a poster you've got off, it, it makes the world a difference. And can you tell me a bit about the food that you serve at Grindhouse because that's quite um, unique as well. Yeah, well the food uh, as it is now, so we've got a full uh, breakfast brunch menu going. So we've got your fried breakfast that cater for veggies and vegans and meat eaters all catered to and then we've got your classics like your salmon cream cheese bagel on there. We've got uh, Huevas Ranchos which is like Mexican eggs dish which I loved from when I went to Mexico so I wanted to put that on there. Uh, and then, as you obviously, as the breakfast brunch kind of falters out, we've got a few sarnies on there, like a you know fried chicken sandwich with bacon and sriracha mayo, just really hearty stuff that will fill you up in the afternoon. And then as the sun goes down, it was basically, uh, I remember being on holiday years ago in Texas and they had a, it's called a frito pie. And it's basically a packet of crisps with a dollop of chili in it, some cheese, and some hot sauce and some jalapenos on it and it's it's just like you can't go wrong with it all the, like the chili melts the cheese you've got a bit of crisps at the bottom for the crunch and i just thought we need that on the menu because nowhere else that i know of is doing it in england yeah um, i've never heard of it it sounds amazing yeah yeah so and the only thing was because we couldn't get all the fritos which is like an american it's like a cross between beef loops and quavers so i was like <laughs> right Bit of, it was a bit of fun research, I do have to say. You know, <laughs> crisps were going to work with this. So I went through about ten, nine or ten multi packs in a week, figuring it out. But uh, yeah, hula hoops was the uh, was the one we fell on, just because it's a, a classic British crisp. Of you know, I've known it since I was a kid. And I've got to say, hula hoops are definitely one of my favourites. I've got yeah. a lot of favourites, but... and it just works well. Like with you dip your fork in, and you can catch them on the fork as well with the chili. So. <laughs> That was an afterthought when when people said, oh, it's good, it's good that, isn't it? But fork and it catches the hula hoop. And you've really thought about that, haven't you? And I was like, not actually thought about that side of it. No, but thanks. (laughs) Oh, I'm glad that everything's all working out for you then. And so you're slowly seeing 
everything building up and and people coming in and enjoying all your hard work. Oh, it's been great, yeah. And like I say, you're allowed inside now, so people get a better taste of what we're about. Can actually see the movies on the screens. Um, and yeah, it's it's getting back to normal, as you know, and hopefully within when summer arrives, you know, the weather will be good. We'll have three weeks of summer, as that English summer. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, before we know it, it'll be Christmas. <laughs> yeah, I've heard a rumour. I've heard a rumour of a three-week summer. Let's hope we do get that. <laughs> I know. I'll be happy with that, I'll be honest. I'm sick of the rain. <laughs> Absolutely. And you've got lots of connections to local suppliers. You mentioned um, the coffee earlier. Yeah, yeah, we've got... So we're using North Star uh, Coffee Roasters. They um, they wanted to come in with us and help us out, which has been great. Then we've got all our produce for the kitchen. So all our veg and stuff, we use uh, Neil's in the market. They've been there oh, for yeah. years. And then we've got our meat side of it. Uh, Sykes Farm, based up in Weatherby, uh, they've been great with us. Um, who have we got? I'm trying to think here. You stumped me now. <laughs> Northern Monk Beer Company. We've got cans of theirs in. Uh, like local, local, not so much breweries but wholesalers like James Clay help us out with our beer. Um, and then apart from, I'm going to try. I'm going to say our staff wise, there's only two of us from Leeds. They're all pretty much from the northeast. So that's oh, not wow. really. Oh, the good workers, the good workers. <laughs> that's the main thing. I'll big them up. All right. <laughs> and so it sounds to me, Paul, like you've lived in Leeds all your life from your accent. Yeah. Uh, so, oh, history lesson now. I <laughs> yeah, I was born in Leeds, nineteen eighty-five. Uh, so my mum, and, my mum and my dad have been separated since I was born. Um, so I've, I've always lived kind of in two different spots. So like right. my mum grew up in Beeston and then from my dad's side, he kind of moved around Leeds. So anywhere from Meanwood, Adel, Cookridge, Sherburn, I've moved, like my dad's side, I always moved around a bit, but I'd say predominantly, I, I guess I grew up in Beeston, most of it. Which of course, Beeston is officially the best part of Leeds because that's where I record this podcast from and that's where I've lived for Oh, is it? So Yeah. All right, yeah, well. <laughs> whereabouts? Um, just off Tempest Road. Okay, how was uh, uh, Dalton Avenue, just off near Crossbots Park? Ah, uh, you were Number on the posh side. Avenue. <laughs> yeah, Did I think it's a great that? place. It's got, I mean, quite often you tell people that you live in Beeston and you can get a sharp intake of breath, like, oh, might be a bit dodgy. I keep telling people there's worse places. Oh, God, yeah, and I think as well, it's just... When you've lived here for a while, it becomes your own dodgy place, you know what I mean? And you know all oh, the dodgy yeah. people, and so then it's fine. <laughs> no, nowhere's perfect, is it? Sorry. Absolutely. So you're definitely qualified then, Paul, to answer the three questions that I ask every guest. Okay. The first I'll, one I'll being... Ready. Yeah, get yourself ready. The first one being, what would you say is great about the city of Leeds? Great about the city of Leeds is, which I think has been something that's been going on for years now, but it just keeps on getting better as the uh, the nightlife. And I'm being biased because I've worked in it for near on nearly 15 years, but the, the amount of independent bars and restaurants and cafes that are in Leeds now, it's just it's just ace to see. And you know, don't get me wrong, you're never going to get rid of Greg's. Greg's is awesome. I love Greg's. <laughs> when you've got your independent people coming up and you see it doing well and you know, we're all in it together. You know what I mean? Like bars that it not it, you don't even have to be next door to each other. Like, we'll, I can go down Call Lane and you know 
don't get me wrong, there's perks of it. Sometimes we'll get through on a free shot or a free drink, but it's more the camaraderie of it and, you know, just a, a general, how are you doing? Yeah, good. How's your business been? Yes, we're going to come up soon. And it works hand in hand how the hospitality industry in Leeds is just like, it's just a big melting pot of awesomeness. That's brilliant. I think it's great to hear that, you know, it's not so much that you're all competing with each other, but you're all in it together. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think as well, like for, for, for quite a while, Leeds didn't seem to have so much or, or wasn't putting as much energy into sort of independent businesses. And I do yeah. feel like it, it's it's definitely, it's just got bigger and bigger every year. And why would you want to go to any city in the country and everything be exactly the same, the same bars, same restaurants, oh, no. you know, all the big chains? I mean, you know, they've got their place and everything. But yeah, I think I think it's fantastic that there's more and more independent places to eat and drink in Leeds. It's ace. I absolutely love it. And probably, you know, it's the main reason why I've never left. <laughs> I've been here 36 years now and I'm uh, not looking for anywhere else anytime soon. So, yeah. <laughs> a good endorsement. Yeah. And if you had to, if you had to choose something about Leeds that you didn't think was so great, what would you uh-huh. go for? So growing up, I was in a big, big into my punk music and uh, I still am. Like, I, love, I love all genres of music. As you get older, you, you kind of open your mind a bit, but I still have that aching inkling for like good punk punk bands, and it seems like there isn't a punk scene anymore in Leeds. And or let's say going back to independent uh, bars and restaurants, which is great. But the venue side of it seems to be dropping off. Um, or let's say the government slash the council are really putting it in. Um, there's a few places. I mean, don't get me wrong. Temple of Boom, Santiago Bar, you got Cellar Bar. Uh, I think a Porto do it, but when I remember going, every pub kind of had a had a gig listing for like every day of the week, and then there was like just so many. I mean, Brudenell, you could say as well, is a, a pretty much a mainstay of Leeds, but there's very little places like that, and I, I'd like to see more of that grow. Yeah, yeah, uh, and yeah, I am being biased with the, the punk genre, but maybe that's just <laughs> kids these days. I don't know. <laughs> And um, if somebody had lived in Leeds for a very long time, mm-hmm. would you be able to tell them about something that you think is a hidden gem that they might never have heard of? Hidden gem. Right. So on this, I thought there's a couple of options where it was like, what you're on about walks or, you know. Anything you like. Absolutely anything. So when I grew up, uh, my grandma and grandma uh, live uh, from in Adel. It's like a really nice part of Leeds in just at the far in between Adel and Old Woodley, there's a place called Adel Woods, and I used to love going there as a kid. Still do, like take my dogs down there. Every opportunities we get, and it's like it's on a nice walk. It's go walk through the woods. There's like a thing called Adel Crag, which is like a massive, well, it's a crag. It's just a big stone in the middle of the woods, and it's just a stalwart or in, installed in my child and mine anyway. Just just go away, forget about whatever's going on. And you can just drift off for half an hour to an hour and whether you're with someone or you're on your own and it's just always a calming place for me what I remember going to. Oh, that's a great one. I don't think anyone has ever mentioned Adelwoods. That's a good one. Thank you. No worries. And I always ask us if they have um, a Leeds-based band or musician that they would like to feature uh, a song from and you have chosen Close as the Ceiling by L.D. Moses. Can you tell me why you chose that track? So, yeah, uh, LD Motors are a band, a uh, couple of lads from Leeds. 
all the chem to leads for, for university and they've, they've stuck it out here. Obviously, that's another sign of how good Leeds is. Um, one of the lads is a mate of mine. He, uh, he works at Wax Bar, which is just next door to us. Uh, that's another hidden gem, by the way, Wax Bar. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I was literally, he's, ba- he's got a band and I think they're great. And, you know, what better way to also promote him, but promote why people have stay- stayed in Leeds like him. And yeah, yeah the closed ceiling, is, it's a cracking tune. It really is. I really enjoyed listening to it. I'm sure everybody else will. Awesome. What will you be doing with the rest of your Friday today then? So my next other day consists of, so our beer delivery is currently being delivered as we speak. There's a couple of kegs being delivered. Then we've I've got, I'll probably be out of here by five, six o'clock. And then me and my lovely girlfriend and her uh, brother and new wife are going out for some food. And we're going to have a few drinks and uh, yeah, see what leads us to offer. Sounds like a good Friday to me, Paul. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. (laughs) Well, thank you so very much for coming along to speak to me. I will make sure that there's all of the information people need in the podcast notes so that they can check out Grindhouse, check out LD Moses Music. Awesome. Thank you very much, Hazel. Loved it. Thank you. And and I'm definitely going to be coming in and I'll come in soon. Uh, I really want to try out that free soap pie. Oh, do it. And the plethora of booze as well. Of course, yeah, definitely. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks a lot. See you soon. You too, darling. Bye now. Fabulous to chat to Paul about Grindhouse. I know a little bit more about that genre now. I'm very much looking forward to having a visit. Check out the podcast notes. I'll put lots of information in there so that you can click through. Perhaps go book yourself a table. Try some of that Frito pie. Paul chose the tune Close as the Ceiling by L.D. Moses and it is a proper cracking tune. I think you're really going to enjoy it. Have a nice long bank holiday weekend, everyone. Bye.